to We Are the Batman. My name is Mike, and this is Matthew. And uh, today we're we're you know we're just throwing it. We're brainstorming. This is a brainstorming episode because uh, you know a lot of times we come on here and it's news or we're we're pitching a script or a story for something and, and it's amazing and it's awesome. Uh, today we're more just we're just kind of brainstorming and throwing some ideas at the wall, uh, talking about DC characters we'd like to see in a live action film that we have not yet. Um, and, and the keyword there is film. Uh, cause if we, if we said, uh, just film and TV, well, the CW took away everybody. So they <laughs> yeah. everybody, but Batman, everybody, but Batman. So we're, uh, as is always the case. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we're, um, cause yeah, cause Gotham, sure as hell doesn't count that oh that's that last frame of the last episode wolf anyway um uh, matt how are you i'm doing good man i've i'm looking forward to this this is one of those episodes i think i pitched feels like two years ago <laughs> which is crazy when you consider we've only been doing the show a couple months so it's that's that's you have that, that kind of foresight it's just how i am but uh yeah. yes it's just like every time we've recorded i'm like all right we're gonna do this one right and you're like no i ain't got time or, or they're like, hey, we're gonna, are we gonna do this one or that one? You're like, we have to do that one because I have this. I'm like, ah. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happens, kids, is Matt comes up with like five or six episode ideas, and they're all fantastic. And then I never have any goddamn time to do any of them. <laughs> well, because the news, we just react to what it is. We can do it off the cuff, but this, yeah. you have to do research and try and find out. Because what are we doing? Do we want me to say, or do you want to say? You know, you have done such a great job at this point. But just you go right ahead. So what we did is with James Gunn doing so many different things with the DC uh, universe and the films, we decided to kind of go off on a little tangent and think of three characters, three-ish characters that have never gotten the live action treatment that we would like James Gunn to play with. And we even came up with some casting ideas. Uh, now, I know, I think if memory serves, I said three-ish because one of mine's is a twofer. But you even have more than just a three. Is that correct? Um, I I do, but I only have three cast. Okay. So well, let's, those, let's go with the casted ones. ones. <laughs> yeah, those are the ones I'm going to roll with. Um, and you know how much I struggle with casting. So the fact yes. that I was able to cast three of these is honestly kind of astonishing. But uh, one of them I've had cast for a long time, and that one's I'm going to save till the end. Um, one of them I cast on this show in a way. And I'm going to bring that up at some point, too. And the other one I cast for this and then I forgot to write it down. I, I got done writing it down like a minute before we started recording. So we're <laughs> yeah, I think I think two one of mine, you know about, but you don't know the casting. One of them I feel like is a moderate cheat. And then the other one is, I think, going to catch a lot of people off guard, but we'll see what happens. OK, so you want to start? You want me to start? Um, I'll start this one. Um, Let's do it. So the first one, and the reason I'm going to start with this one is because I'm pretty sure you have it on your list too. Um, but one of the ones on my list is Nightwing. I did not uh, get the hell out of here, ladies and I, gentlemen. This is a this is a strange moment because because Matt Matt Hasso did not pick Nightwing. <laughs> okay, so so I did something. I forgot to add this. I even like I think I suggested it to you, uh, and you said nay, but I went with this. None of the characters I've ever done have ever been done live action oh so you included tv 
I included TV. Not never been, at least that I'm aware of, have never been done live action. Well, then wait, when has Nightwing been done live action on TV? Titans. Oh, see, I have no way of knowing that. I watched the first three episodes of the first season and and crossed it off the list. I only know that because everybody who knows I like Nightwing was like, he's in the TV show. And I was like, I don't care. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. Well, either way, either way, I I, I didn't include TV in this, but I, I still think I kept pretty pretty honorable anyway uh, uh yeah i picked nightwing um it's a good pick good pick it's a damn good pick like the fact that we've had this many batmans and this many years of batman content and, and one live action robin we've had one live action robin <laughs> who dropped the name nightwing as a as a as a throwaway gag in in batman forever but then they made his suit kind of look like Nightwing in the next. It's uh, Nightwing has, as far as I'm concerned, the character of Nightwing in live action has never existed on uh, on film, and I think it's crazy that that's even true. Um, yeah, I know that there was a Nightwing project being worked on for a long time that eventually evolved into Titans, which is upsetting. But uh, yeah, it's just it's you know it, I can't believe that, I, and who knows. You know, had the Snyderverse ever actually come to fruition like Zack Snyder planned, who knows what would have been in the realm of possibilities considering his 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 Batman was, you know, like a 20 plus year veteran. Who knows? Um, it's just it's just it's crazy to me that like yeah. Nightwing, Dick Grayson, we, we did a whole episode about whether or not you can make Dick Grayson work in live action. And I think we both said, yes, you have to just take some liberties with it. I think I think Dick Grayson's origin as written is hard to to do, but. Um, and for my casting, I, I cheated and pulled from the one I ultimately went with on that episode, which was Asa Butterfield. Okay. No, I think that's, yeah, he was, he was a good pick. Um, I think I said Austin Butler from the Elvis movie. I think like we've said before, do what? Yeah, you did. Yeah. I think I, just to be brief, like the thing with Nightwing, Dick Grayson is you have to have his time as Robin. And it's hard to tell that story without telling Batman. And once you get Batman, nobody cares about anything else. <laughs> it's that's yeah, it's hard. It's a hard story to tell as is, but, but yeah, but it's, so, it's, yeah it's, it's criminal. It, I mean, just, it just when you think about the grant, like just the prominence of Nightwing as a character and how for a lot of people, aside from Batman, he's their be- favorite member of the bat family. Like when it was announced that Nightwing was going to be in season three of Harley Quinn, it was it was life changing, and it was it was so freaking funny too. Um, so it's the fact that it hasn't happened yet is it's just kind of it's it's almost like really we yeah. we really haven't re- wow okay so yeah that's that's where I'm at with that one so, so Nightwing I, I, I picked that one first because I, I I figured it would be on yours but you you. <laughs> You never cease to surprise me with things, Matthew Hasso. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to. Ch- I like challenging even myself. Plus the fact that we dedicated a whole episode. I was like, let's talk about some different stuff. So it's also why I'm kind of just glossing over. It's it's like it's Nightwing, guys. Of, yeah. of course we do. Yeah. And, and for me, at this point, the reason I I think I picked him was just because it's like because it's kind of ridiculous that I have to. He shouldn't yes. be. He shouldn't be an option for this list. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Uh, what's your first one? Okay, my first one is the one that I told you about before, and that's Aztec. Um, yeah, I remember you telling me about him. He it's a deep, deep dive. He has been in like 
I think 30 seconds of the Justice League Unlimited Justice League Unlimited show. Um so he hasn't gotten any kind of airplay that I'm aware of. Some someone said he was in something else, but I can't remember what he was in. Um but I was a big fan of the comic when it came out. I bought and read the entire series. It got cut short because it just wasn't selling very well. Um, but he just was a really cool character. He had a really cool look. And he was like, the thing I liked about him is this is like mid to the late nineties. And in a time where everybody was doing the dark and gritty nonsense, this character was nice. He was a, a hero for hero's sake. And one of my favorite scenes of all time that he, that of him and sometimes in heroes and generals, he stops these muggers from mugging this guy. And he's like, what are you guys doing? You know? And they're like, well, we have to eat. And he pulls out his wallet and gives them all of his money. And then they Uh-oh. leave. And the guy who they were robbing is like, what did you do? Why didn't you stop them? You know? And he's like, well, this will stop them for a week or two. And the guy was like, but you gave him all your money. And he's like, nah, I'll just eat lunch at home for the rest of the week. And it was just this weird, like, like, yeah, he's just trying to solve this issue without beating the crap out of somebody. And I just thought that was just a really cool moment for the character. Hell yeah, man. I, I, I know next to nothing about Aztec other than just from what you've told me. And um, like just hearing that, like the the whole mugger thing like like for me it's it's a cool story because it it reminds me of things i like my favorite like we talked about this on on i think last week's episode with with the uh or two weeks ago with the the justice league unlimited episodes i love when flash does that with his rogues yeah you know and so i i love when my heroes can can give me some just just let me feel some things rather other than excitement um and that's what it sounds like uh like that is. And so I, I appreciate that there's a character out there who's able to to have that other than Flash. <laughs> well, and the and the the tragedy of the character, I mean, aside the fact that he dies, is that he's just like it's Aztec, the ultimate man, and he is raised to be this ultimate superhero. And what you eventually find out is that Lex Luthor funded it. And it's like uh, Lex Luthor trying to create his own hero. But it was a really cool series. I really like the weight, the look of him. Gold and white, you don't think would work, but its costume works perfectly, even though he has this weird helmet. And then I forgot to send you the picture, but we were at Six Flags the uh, the Monday before Christmas. And I always forget that the Six Flags in San Antonio has a Aztec hot dog bar. <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. Is it a hot dog bar or a drink bar or something? So I, I meant to send you the picture and I haven't yet. So I'm going to send that to you here in a little bit. Uh, it's delightful. You'll you'll love to see it. You'll love to see it. I don't remember him being in Brave of the Bold. Uh, no, no, no. Justice League Unlimited. Or Justice League Unlimited. That it's it's the, oh. the episode where Lex Luthor escapes. And he's the one that scans the wall that says there's a temporal anomaly here. This is where he went. Like it's it's like a minute. If you blink, you miss him. I was gonna say, okay, I guess I got to go back and watch that episode again. I have no memory of that whatsoever, and I've watched that show so many times. Yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, all right, cool. And then my cast for him is uh, Ludi Lin. He played Liu Kang in that horrible Mortal Kombat movie. He's in the Kung Fu show. He just has a really calm demeanor, which I think would really work for Aztec. Oh yeah, that guy. Okay, I was looking him up while you were talking. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 
Yeah. Okay. Because he was in, um, uh, he was he was the Black Ranger in uh, the Power Rangers movie. Yes, I always forget that because I didn't watch that That's, movie. It's, you're, you're supposed to forget that. It's fine. Yeah, and Power Rangers is after me. So right. <laughs> well, you know, here's the thing. It's 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 crazy that you would that you would use him because I uh, well I'll get to that in a minute. Um, so my my, <laughs> my next one my next one is uh, Zatanna. Nice, nice. Zatanna. I know. I know she's in. Um, smallville and i remember it being well done uh you know that was one of the things you know i i really liked smallville for the longest time um i don't remember when i dropped off but it was before all the other heroes and stuff started showing up but i remember what the few i saw i remember enjoying but anyway as zatanna like because like we've had constantine um you know live action on film with keanu reeves in a movie that is very underrated and also we've had him played just expertly on a level i cannot overstate uh by matt ryan on television yes there are there is no there is no group of words in any human language that can convey just how perfect for that role matt ryan is um i mean it's god tier so but let's but like to me it says like zatanna is another one of those like it's a character that's really easy to do badly i think because surface level you know, okay, she's a hot magician who wears, you know, who wears heels and fishnets. Like, yeah, I, I get how it's easy to kind of ruin that and just, yeah. just kind of water it down. But her story, specifically her story as it is, like her relationship with John Constantine and just everything with her father and, and is uh, is prime for some good storytelling. Like, you know, we had... We had Moon Knight this year from uh, Disney Plus, which I think I liked more than most people. Um, but yes. it was, it was, it was <laughs> but it was of the darker, more mystical fair, which we don't get to see a whole lot of in Marvel right now. And I think Zatanna is one of those that, if you gave it that kind of treatment, I'd love to see it on the big screen, obviously. But just to get to get some to get live action Zatanna, I think would, uh, I, I think that's something that needs to happen, like a cool, spooky. Uh, story about just magic you know you can because you can you can obviously use like some, some of like the harry potter influence with that and um you know you yes this the story like the easy to write story is the pretty girl overcoming you know misogyny and that kind of thing but there's more to it than that that i feel like you could really explore in a you know in a really good movie bro or or like man supernatural ran for 15 seasons seriously it was too long guys <laughs> i think we could get four or five seasons <laughs> of a satana show yeah of her doing yeah. the similar kind of stuff with comic book characters come especially, on especially i just i'm dying to see how they would tackle the uh, the way she does her magic with speaking backwards yeah you see, like I'm like, cause like I can even tell when voice actors are struggling with that, and sometimes they cheat and just have them record it forwards and then flip the audio, and it you can always tell. Um, so I kind of want to see, I want to see that tackled, uh, in some way, shape, or form. And since I know that, since like the rumor mill currently is that, I mean, who knows anymore with the way things are going with Warner Brothers DC, but uh that they were going to do a sequel to Constantine with Keanu Reeves. And I'm like, there you go. That's prime. That's prime real estate for Zatanna to show up. Um, yeah. 
honestly, I'm not sure why in some way, shape or form, they didn't just make Rachel Weiss, uh, uh, Zatanna now that I'm thinking about it off the top of my head. Um, but that's probably just more wishful thinking than anything else. Uh, do you want to hear my casting? I do. Yes. So the reason I, so you, you, you chose an actor from power Rangers in Ludie Lynn. I also chose an actor from power Rangers to be Zatanna. Uh, I went with Naomi Scott. Oh, nice. Nice. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I th- I think of the actors in that movie of who played the power Rangers, I think she was the best of them. Um, okay. I, I like, don't love the Aladdin live action remake with Will Smith as the genie. I think she crushes it as Jasmine. I, I think she is so good in that movie uh, as Jasmine. And so, so here's somebody who's cool with playing in fantasy. Who's cool with playing in sci-fi with, you know, walking that line of ridiculousness with, you know, maybe not walking the line. Power Rangers is pretty ridiculous, but, but just, but <laughs> play, playing in that like suspension of disbelief. Um, and look, Naomi Scott is gorgeous. She, she's, she's beautiful. And, and um, that, that is, that is a part of Zatanna's thing is that like, that is something she's had to kind of live with is like, she looks good and doesn't get taken seriously. That's, that's written into the character. So um, Naomi Scott's a beautiful woman. I, I think she could totally pull that off. Um, and also she wouldn't have to wear a wig. She's already got black hair. So I'm all, I'm all about like fitting it to the detail kids. No wigs, no hair dyes cast, cast the Raven haired actresses. Let them play their own movie. Like, yeah, anyway, uh, but <laughs> yeah, that's my pick. I, I like Naomi Scott. I think she's very talented. Look, Charlie's angels, notwithstanding that wasn't her fault. The problem with Charlie's angels was not the, the people in the movie. The problem was, was, was the movie. Uh, they were in so that's that's my pick for zatanna i i have no complaints she's a good she's a great actress i thought she was very good in that um there's something else i've seen her in that i thought she was she's like she's yeah she's good stuff, but also since you have kids you've probably seen her in a bunch of kids stuff too yeah um, so no yeah. i have no complaints that's awesome and it's a cool character like i said dude you do supernatural let's so like this is to me where there's so many of these characters that you could go out of the the genre of superheroes mm-hmm. and play with some of these characters. You know, I know you didn't particularly like it, but something like She-Hulk where, you know, do a lawyer sitcom, then she has superpowers, yeah. you know, just anything like that. Where Should you have can been so much better than it was. <laughs> anyway, it's another show. I, That's another show. Yeah. I, I can't really, I go, go back and forth, but anyway, um, yeah, but no, I think that that's where some of this kind of stuff, if we get into this magic and you get into some of these things, and one of mine that I'm going to bring up here in a little while, it kind of plays with that. But all right, what do you got? What you got next? Oh, uh, well, no, that was my that was my second one. Oh, was that my second? Okay, my, my second, second one? one. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save my other. This is my moderate cheat. Okay. And he's a moderate cheat because he's a Wildstorm character, but he keeps getting brought in and out of the DC universe, and that's Grifter. Yeah, you know, I know next to nothing about Grifter, but he always is popping up in Batman stuff, and I don't get it. Yes, so he is a Wildstorm character. He was part of the Wildcats, and it's it's because that Wildstorm has been rebooted so many times, there's no telling what it is, but he's basically like your, mer- your standard mercenary military guy. He has some telekinetic abilities that he never uses, 
but he's just your standard trench coat wearing dual gun wielding kind of smart alecky dude. And he has this red mask that most people don't even try and put on characters because it looks really weird. But he's just one of these guys who I've always liked. Um, you know, he was trained in the original one. He was trained by the Coda, who are kind of like the wild somber equivalent of Amazons. So he's a really good fighter. He can do all these things. But he just has a cool, he was just a cool character. And they brought him in when they did New 52, the New 52 reboot. There was a lot of the Wildstorm characters they brought in initially. And then as they started kind of trimming some of that stuff down, the first thing they did was get rid of pretty much everybody besides um, the authority characters, um, uh, Apollo and Midnighter. They pretty much just trimmed them all out. Mm-hmm. Um, cause the grifter had his own sh- series for a while that they eventually canceled. Um, and then in lately he has appeared in Batman because he is the head of security for Wayne for Wayne tech mm. that Lucius Fox has hired. <laughs> Interesting. So every so often the stories are him. So like he's gone against Batman because Batman will show up at a thing that he's supposed to be protecting and they'll fight. <laughs> And he hates mm. Batman so much. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, but he's just this cocky kind of guy who he's, you know, he's the guy who is going to walk into Bruce Wayne's office with dirty boots and sit on his couch and put his feet on the coffee table while either drinking or smoking. Mm-hmm. Um, so who I cast was Glenn Powell from Top Gun Maverick. Oh, I know Glenn Powell. Plays Hangman. Like, yeah. The moment I thought of Grifter, I thought of that dude. Like he's just got that persona in that movie in particular that just like, yeah, this is who Grifter would be. This weird like guy from Texas who doesn't give a crap about anything. And I I just think it, it would work perfectly. Um, I, I think I remember hearing he was cast as like they're doing they're doing they're, they're trying to do another Hitman movie because they haven't given up yet. And I think I heard he was cast as Hitman. <laughs> interesting okay yeah. why not yeah i see it's you know i haven't seen top gun maverick but like i remember him from being in like i know he was in hit he, he played john glenn in hidden figures okay did you, did you see that i don't know if you saw that i know i never saw that one no uh, very good movie yeah but uh, that's the thing i remember last time i seen him in um yeah i haven't seen top gun maverick yet i just eh, whatever yeah grifter's one of those characters who like um i remember in the uh I don't know if it was in the comic or not, but I know it's in it's in the in the animated movie of He's uh, in Flashpoint. Flashpoint Paradox. And there's this moment he has with Batman that I, I think was going for a joke, but I'm not sure the writers understood their own joke. Um, because he says the he says to Thomas Wayne Batman, like, you should team up sometime. And he goes, Oh yeah, Batman and Grifter, the boy idiot. That that'll really work. And I was like, are they like what like what is what what's that tone what are they trying to insinuate with the like grifter's not a version of robin he's not by all accounts it's not like that's dick grayson turned like like, what is what is that tone batman i don't know thomas wayne's a prick (laughs) he is it just it felt like it felt like the writers again i don't remember if this is in the comic or not but if in the movie it felt like the writers were trying to like you know it's an elseworld story so it's like you make a reference to something from the story yeah. that you know it's you know it's ironic it felt like they were making like an ironic reference at them teaming up before i'm like they they haven't what is what it's the i love that movie it's the one time in the movie where i just go 
that, that could not have been the one they decided to go with. That, like, <laughs> tell me that was a mistake. That was a that was a different take that went in by mistake, and they just like I don't know. It's just it's it's always that that line has always stuck with me ever since I watched the movie because I'm like. I know nothing about Grifter, but seriously, like, what is that line? It keeps me up at night, Matt. <laughs> Dude, he, he had one of the best best deaths in that movie, so. There's a lot of good deaths in that movie. <laughs> yeah. He, like, brain panned somebody as he's brain panned himself. It was fantastic. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great movie. Uh, it's actually, I think it's one of the better. I think it's one of the best uh, animated ones they did. Um, well, that's another episode. That's another episode. <laughs> that's another episode. We just, we're, we're making them as we go, guys. It's, we we, have, like we have no plan for this show. No plan <laughs> whatsoever. We're just, we just, we just, to quote the Joker, we just do things. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, and I, I like Glenn Powell. He's a, he's a good pick. Yeah. I, 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 to say he's a good pick is I'm going off just his acting ability. I don't know if I could say he's a good pick for Grifter because I don't know the character as well as yeah. you do. But, uh, yeah, if you read him. if you read one issue of the of him and with Batman in the Batman comic, and then go watch Top Gun Maverick, it's like, oh yeah, there it is. <laughs> I got you. Okay, one of these days, I still, I honestly, I can't even get through the original Top Gun. And that's another episode. So right. no, <laughs> it's just it's just not my thing. Like I don't think it's bad. It's just not my cup of tea. But I get it, bro. In in retrospect. There is a lot of, uh, well, we can't talk about it. I'll tell you about it later. All right, let's continue. <laughs> What's right, your number so, three? Yeah, uh, so my last one is, it's a character I want to see that allegedly we're going to be seeing, but I'll believe it when I see it, um, and that is Clayface. Of course. I should have known. I didn't I, do any villains. <laughs> I, I I almost, I, I was trying to cast a different character, and then I just, I got stuck on this one. This is the one that I'm I'm a little weird about talking about because so i you know as as we've as you guys may have guessed or as we've probably talked about on the show is matt and i love to write i i I do i do a lot of writing in my spare time i've written a lot of just kind of like dream spec scripts and 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 drafts for just movies i'd like to see that are by no means like anything i'm ever going to send out but just ideas that i have i like to see um and one of those was i had an idea for a uh, a batman horror movie with clayface as the villain because Clayface is a very scary villain when you really think about it. Like, and I don't even just mean scary, like in the design, like just the concept of Clayface It's like, like, like Clayface could be, you know, the, the screwdriver on my desk right now. And I wouldn't know it like that. That's, that's terrifying. Um, it could be the mailman, you know, it's, it's so, so the, I want to see that. I want to see like a Batman style horror movie, the kind of creepy body horror, uh, you know, don't know who you can trust from one minute to the next because uh, of who they're going to be. Uh, idea with Clayface, I think, is is just it's his prime, especially with Pattinson's Batman because of yeah. the 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 level of mystery and intrigue and spookiness <laughs> that we're getting with his. Um, I think would would be a great. If we got if Batman two was a was a Clayface movie and we're seeing the same level of detective work, but he's trying to track down someone who can hide in plain sight, that's that's cool. Uh, I'm into that. Um, I honestly and, and the thing is, Matt, I have no idea what your thoughts on Clayface are. To be honest with you, I think he's a really cool character that seems to n- usually be played for comedy. 
like they don't really get into some of the horror that you could really get into. Like I think the fourth season, the Batman new adventures did two amazingly creepy stories about Clayface. Yeah. Um, the the little girl with the little girl where you just like, she doesn't really exist. It was just, she forgot. And you're just like, like, that's just horrifying to think about that. And there's some, I can't remember what the heck the movie's called. Good night. It was with uh, John Goodman and Denzel Washington. One of his back before he really became Denzel Washington, he was doing a lot of these cheese movies and it was about like a, a demon who fallen fallen. Yes. Where he keeps jumping from body to body, and you're just like, you have no idea who yeah, this guy is, where he's Donald, gone. Donald Sutherland's in it. Yes, yes. And Gandolfini, yeah. And like that is what I think about Clayface. Is like, yeah, you he the moment he's out of your line of sight, you don't know where he is. Yeah, like you're done. It, it doesn't matter. He turned a corner. You come around the corner. He could be any of the seven people there or the floor. Yeah, you know the 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 blue mailbox. On the, on the corner, yeah. uh, the fire hydrant. You don't know. Yeah. And that's where I think, you know, you could really get into some interesting things with that character, especially, you know, you look at something like, you know, T2, where, you know, 25, 30 years ago, we could do that stuff. I yeah. can't even imagine what you could do now with him. Um, uh, I yeah. can. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think that the the idea of him being a different person every moment or multiple people at the same time. Like, can you imagine fighting somebody who can turn into three people while you're fighting them oh. all with his abilities? Like there's, there's no getting out of that, you know? So yeah. I, the, yeah. And, and it's also this, you know, how do you also hurt him? You can't shoot him. You can't cut him. You know, some explosions might disperse him, but you're not going to be able to stop him. So yeah. uh, no, I think he is a horrifying character that I have rarely seen them like lean into what he could be. Yeah. And cause like, I really like feet, feet of clay, uh, the two parter from the Bruce Tim series. I think Ron Perlman does a great job voicing him too. Cause it's Ron Perlman. Um, yeah. but ultimately clay faces a character because he can be kind of silly. Like on paper, the idea of it is a little silly. Um, that being said, but like, like again, like, so I know you haven't played the Arkham game. So in Arkham Asylum, you you don't fight Clayface, but you do stumble upon him. You you find his cell. You never see him in Clayface form, but every time you turn around, you hear a sound that he morphs into another person begging to be let out of the cell. Oh, he, turns the, he turns into the warden. He turns into Commissioner Gordon. He turns into I forget who the other person is. Um, but in Arkham City, he's the final boss fight in the mm. game, and it is stressful <laughs> it is <laughs> a restful boss fight um because to your point like occasionally he hits an explosion what does it do it disperses him but that just means there's a lot more clay face to fight now like like at one point he's just creating armies of fighters out of his uh out of his clay that you have to fight off on your like it's very stressful the things that clay face can do and it makes him very, very scary. So yeah. when I was writing my script for this, this idea that I have, the question ultimately is, well, who the hell do you get to play Clayface? Because I think that's a very difficult question to answer. Like, who do you get that can deliver that intensity, who can 
pull off that kind of because Clayface is a tragic story. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, uh, particularly if you go with the uh, the Matt Hagen version, um, which I think is the one that they used in the animated series, if I recall yes. correct, was Matt Hagen. Um, him and Basil Carlo are the two most common ones. Um, but yeah, so the question is like, who do you, who do you get to? What actor do you cast to play an actor? That's a yeah. hard, it's a hard question to answer, and and not just default to Jim Carrey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so. I, it was something. It was something I I stressed over for 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 like um, for like months. I could never come up with a name that that really benefited. So then I started thinking about, well, okay, what is Clayface's origin story like? If I were to do a take on it, and ultimately it's, you know, he's an actor who starts feeling his career struggling, and like a lot of actors, the assumption is like, oh, maybe it's because it's age. You know, how do I, how do I, and how do I combat, how do I combat the, you know, Hollywood where everything has to, everyone has to look perfect and be perfect Um, and and trying to come out, you know, find a way out of that, but in such a way that it it drives you to make uh, bad decisions. And I mean, I mean, look, ultimately who goes through that more than women in Hollywood was my, was my conclusion. So my thought was, I'm going to cast. Uh, a female uh, Clayface. Oh, of which there is precedent. There has been a female Clayface in the comics briefly, but there is precedent. But I think you can kind of play with it a little bit. And so the was okay. Well, what actress do I know who is that good at transforming into somebody to the point where they're unrecognizable? And at this point, if you haven't already figured it out, it's Charlize Theron. Okay, I'm in. Yeah, it's it's exactly exactly that's every time I've dropped that name. It's when everybody goes, oh, I see what you're going for. Yeah, like because there's this um, if you look up uh, the who was the female Clayface? It was Sandra, Sandra something. I can never remember what her last name was. Sandra, Sandra Fuller, as I finally scrolled to it. Um, if you there's a really cool comic, uh, a comic panel of her almost like she's molded herself into like this large winged angel of death figure. And I'm like, that would look so cool. Live action. Like, like Batman's fighting this, this, this she's transforming constantly. And at one point she just transforms into this giant fucking clay demon. And like, that would be terrifying. And you know what? I'm into it. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. And so, so yeah, like you can tell this story of like this actress who was like, who was the, she was the thing. She was the queen of Hollywood, but then she started getting older, you know, started having a harder time in her career, tried all the crazy, you know, beauty regimen and, and, and plastic surgery and things like that, that we always hear that we always hear, uh, you know, Hollywood mags and all that talking about actresses and actors too, going through in Hollywood and just do that on a batman villain level and you get some really cool storytelling with that i think i'm in i, I like yeah. that i like that a lot it's never a bad idea plus it's charlie staring i mean come on the, yeah, the woman yeah. is she's she yeah. she is a tour de force actress um i don't know what else i could really say um so yeah please don't steal my idea guys unless you're james <laughs> gunn, yeah, unless you're james gunn and you want to hire me then, then yeah, let's do call it. us up, James. Jimmy, Jimmy, give us a call. I got some ideas. All right, Matt. What's your last one? 
my last one is Mr. Miracle. Oh, yeah. Okay. I didn't see you going that route. Okay. Mr. Miracle. And the reason it's Mr. Miracle is because the recent uh, 12-issue series, miniseries that came out probably like four years ago now is fantastic. Okay. Um, It is him dealing with mental psychosis over what has happened to him in his life. I don't know if you know much about Mr. Miracle, Scott free or what the whole story is behind him. No. So, you know who Orion is, correct? Yeah. 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 Okay. So Orion is actually biologically dark side son. Right. And, right, yeah. and Mr. Miracle is biologically all father son. And in order to sign their peace treaty, they switch children. Which is why Orion is from New Genesis because he was raised by them. And Scott free is raised on apocalypse. The difference is all father actually raises Orion (laughs) and dark side grabs this baby and gives it to nanny goodness and says, I don't ever want to see this thing again. (laughs) Take this, take this away, please. Yeah. And then she quote unquote raises him in the, the, the bowels and pits of hell that is apocalypse, which is how he learns how to escape so well is because he's constantly trying to escape and go back home. Okay. So, so blah, 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 yakety schmackety. That's why he's Mr. Miracle, why he's the escape artist extraordinaire. And then when he, um, <clears throat> pardon me, and this storyline picks up from the moment of his suicide. Oh, and it is, I dare say unclear whether he survives the attempt and the story is the repercussions of what he's done to himself. Or if this is his last moments and what he's imagining or if it's a completely indifferent alternate timeline that he created when he did the act. And the problem is the writer and the artist, I don't believe have officially said which one it is. Oh, really? Now don't super quote me on that, but I think if you ask Tom King or Mitch Gerds, they don't say. And if you remember any of the videos we've done, that's the poster that's on the wall of my office is the yeah, poster yeah, yeah. Of, the, of that comic. It's a 12 issue comic. The thing that is creepy and awesome about the comic is that every single page of the comic is separated into nine panels. Oh, okay. So it's all okay. nine panels, every single page, all the action. It's fantastic. It's weird. And it's just like half the time it's like, okay, maybe it is in his head. Half the time it's not his head. And that weird thing they did in the WandaVision show where things would go and they would glitch. Yeah. Like there's some serious shade that was thrown by Tom King and Mitch Jarrods at Marvel because that happens all through that comic. Oh. Well, to be, to be fair, to be fair, they didn't create that concept. Uh, I mean, yes, I know. <laughs> but, I've, I've, yes. I've seen that in so many things, but yeah. that's fine. Yeah, it's very similar to what they, but it's a very, it's a fantastic 
kind of exploration of who he really is, what the repercussions of the things that he does. Um, you know, it, it, you know, look, I never thought dark side being served a fruit and vegetable basket and watching him eat a carrot for a page as he dipped it in ranch would be absolutely hilarious. But here we are. And (laughs) to just see him do the dip, munch, munch, munch. And then he double dips. And I'm like, a villain would double dip just like he wouldn't wash his hands. Because Um, he's evil. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I picked somebody who I thought could play this perfectly as far as like heroic and athletic, but also tragic and deep and blah, blah, yakety, schmaggity, Andrew Garfield. Excellent. Excellent choice. Absolutely excellent. I love Andrew Garfield so much. Excellent, excellent, excellent. I just think he could do, he could do it so well. And then because it's Mr. Miracle, he is synonymous for being with Big Barda. And the problem is you can't find an actress who's taller than Andrew Garfield. (laughs) that's true and i just kept thinking about who has the deadpan but can be kind of humorous but is attractive but is this and that and the only the one i kept circling back to was aubrey plaza oh interesting that is that is a hard bart is a hard uh, uh uh character to cast like without casting an athlete yeah. when you really think about it um that you know i love aubrey plaza i i don't hate that idea i don't love it i don't hate it yeah i, I literally looked and looked and looked and i was like i just the problem is is that big barda is supposed to be taller and then there's yeah. reason big is in her name <laughs> yeah and there's just like there's nobody now whether you want to play with lifts or whatever but i just thought like I could see her doing the deadpan. And especially, like I said, if you, you, if you haven't read that book, go read it. People listening. If you have not read the Mr. Miracle 12 issue series from, I think it's like 2018 or something, 2017. Something like that. It is so good. So creepy. So weird. I remember being halfway through it and thinking like, Oh, I know exactly what's happening. And then literally the next issue killed it. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, it's just crazy enough to be fun. Um, but no, that was my guy. Cause I was just like something that I, like I said, I went through this list of like, you know, everyone wants to be pull, you know, some of the vigilante characters or the cooler looking characters or characters that have been cartoons. And I was like, no, I want to do something really different. And that's why Mr. Miracles who I grabbed. Mr. Miracle is one of those characters. It's like, I always, I always forget about him. And then he pops up in something and I'm like, Oh yeah, I do like him. Yeah. Why do I always forget? I like him. He's one of those guys who's been around and been interesting. Every time he shows up when he was in uh, the justice league series for a while, he was hilarious. Um, you know, the, the episode that he shows up in justice league Unlimited, voiced by Ewan Grufford is fantastic. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's funny because like because Barda's in in uh, one of my favorite um, animated movies they did, which was uh, the uh, the one with Supergirl. Yeah, 
when they yeah. go to Apocalypse. Bart is in that. Mr. Marigold's nowhere to be seen. Correct. So, but yeah, because well, we've been wanting we've been wanting new God stuff for a long time. Um, I know at one point Ava DuVernay was supposed to be working on a New Gods movie, but then she did uh, 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 Wrinkle in Time, which bombed hard, and that kind of went away. Um, and James Gunn has said that they're working on Elseworlds and and uh, New Gods stuff. So um, I'm into it. I, I, new Gods, that whole world, when you think about that being helmed by the guy that did Guardians of the Galaxy, kind of just makes you giddy. I mean, it, it's you can now his storyline is deep in the farther down the line history, but I could also see a Mr. Miracle movie being the perfect gateway into that because he is so, like I said, he's, he's the opposite of Orion. Yeah. Orion got all the good stuff and Mr. Miracle got literally thrown into a pit. (laughs) Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Take this from me. I never want to see it again. <laughs> it's like, take take this take this away, please. Just just yeah. in, in the other room. I don't want to put it in the other room. Yeah, I'm into it. Well, cool, yeah. man. I want to see all of these. I want to see every single one of these. Like seriously, yeah. There's so many. Like like God bless Brave and the Bold for for incorporating literally every DC character. <laughs> literally all of between brave and the bold and justice league unlimited those two shows have had every dc character (laughs) the metal men were in in the bold and had a heroic deaths i mean it's just insane brave and the bold made me like buona beast yeah that's that's supposed to be impossible um (laughs) so yeah, uh, make it make these all make all of these. Uh, if and if anybody steals my clay face idea, I'm, I'm going to uh, I'm going to do something <laughs> nice. Just don't do that, please. Unless you're James Gunn and you want me to help you make it. In which case, yeah. yes, James, anything for you. Uh, I'm into I, I'm into all these. This was this was fun. Um, and and you know we're recording we're recording this a couple weeks out. So hopefully this episode was not. Uh, plagued by some news at the top of it, which will like discount <laughs> anything we have to say. Like I don't know, we'll see. But uh, yeah, other than that, um, I want to let you guys know. Also, I uh, probably should have said this up at the top. Uh, I'll probably edit something at the top of it as well. Uh, we've got uh, a little something special that I put together. Uh, we have a, we have oh, basically a website now. Yes, um, you guys can go check out. Uh, you can go to podpage.com slash we are the Batman. Um, and that is a, uh, pod page is a really cool, if you have a podcast, this is, this is not sponsored. I'm just, I'm just bragging about this. Uh, pod page is a great way to make a website for your podcast. Highly recommend it even for free. Uh, the free version, you still get a lot. And, uh, through that website, you guys can, uh, contact us. You can drop us comments, criticisms, concerns, questions. You can, uh, rate our podcast on the, on the website, as well as if you rate our podcast on Apple podcasts, which you totally should, those will also show up on the website. You can even leave us voicemails, which is kind of a cool feature, mm-hmm. um, which we can play. Um, so all that stuff is over there. So if you guys do want to get in touch with us and throw some more stuff at us, uh, head on over to our website, podpage.com slash we are the Batman. Um, where else can they find us, Matthew? They can hit me up um, on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash group slash fanboy junction with the K. If you got anything to say about the podcast, drop a comment over there. We'll definitely hit you up and respond and talk and have a good time about it. 
We love hearing from you guys. And as always, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Mr. Mike Shea. And you can hit me on Twitter at Mr. J Ninja. We'll see you guys again next time here on We Are the Batman. Same bat time, same bat podcast channel. Take care. Everybody.